Hello. This is the Seeking Mount Parnassus podcast. I am the poet formerly known as Derek. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know what I was formerly known as title-wise, but I'm now known as Katana. We've decided that we are going to start a new season, being that we are in a new season of life. We're in, it's October, and it literally is a new season. It feels like a new season, literally outside. It's cold. It's freezing. It's it's not freezing. No, not yet. No, it's not freezing. It, it will be. Yeah, it's, it's different than it was. Uh, the temperature outside is different feeling than it used to be one month ago. How about two days ago? <laughs> two days ago. Yeah, the thing keeps changing. Uh, it seems like we're, we keep going through these new seasons, and we're also going through new seasons of life as well. Yeah, I, I was just thinking about it's almost exactly three months to the date that we started the podcast. So it's amazing how much can happen in three months. It, our sense of time has just changed so dramatically with all the transformations that are happening. And three months feels like three lifetimes. It does. And we always seem to start the podcast uh, in a Scorpio rising right now at this moment. We're in Scorpio rising, which we were talking about this earlier while we were eating our, uh, what did we eat for breakfast? We ate homemade apple crisp with yogurt, Greek yogurt on top of it. Oh yeah, it was so good. Yeah, it was. Mm. <laughs> uh, we were talking about this while we were eating that earlier, uh, that we are, we have become mature suddenly. Mm. And now we're in a deep pool together, mm. swimming mm. around. And we're in the next level of depth. Mm. And in this next level of depth, we've decided that we're going to progress on the path uh, with this podcast and show ourselves to be in a new season, mm. um, literally and spiritually and uh, mature. Maturity? Ed maturity, Edley. <laughs> 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 maturation wise maturation yeah we're we're in the also in an alchemical process um which we're getting towards the point where the um fire the fire of the the smelter is produced uh what it's about to to be and i believe that we're on the verge of cracking open the uh vessel and seeing what is in there mm. and this season that we're in i think is on the verge of cracking open the vessel to see what is inside we were also talking the other night um we go from talking we talk in, <laughs> on the couch we talk in the bed we talk on the chair we talk on a path in the woods we talk everywhere we are is where we talk we talk to each other constantly we were talking about um, the things that will survive a fire. So what if you throw in a Vajra or a diamond into a fire um, along with a lot of other things? All the, all the twigs, all the paper, all the cardboard would burn up, but the Vajra and the diamond would still be in there once the fire cooled. And I think that at this point we're at, on, on the edge of, of the flames cooling down and seeing what is in there, digging around in the fire to see what 
is in the fire, what the fire produced and what, what it is that we are. Mm. And we're finding that out. Um, and what we're seeing is that we, we're coming into a new stage and it's, it, it has to do with friendship at this moment. We've been led to the, to the path of, uh, right now, um, understanding from an, another level of what friendship means and how to be a friend and how to be a friend to each other first, but also how we've been in friendship with others throughout our lives and the, the, the peaks and valleys of that and what, what has been um, not as good, what has been good and how we can preserve what is necessary to take with us uh, on Mount Parnassus. Um, maybe you should talk about what it is that we're seeking. Um, we, we started this podcast with we're seeking Mount Parnassus. Maybe we should do a review. What, what the hell is that mean? Yeah. yeah, I think that's a great idea. Well, we love symbolism. So we chose the symbol of Mount Parnassus because in the mythology, Mount Parnassus was a place where uh, two, I believe they were humans, yeah, it was Apira and Deucalion, went to Mount Parnassus to survive a flood. They were told that a flood was coming. Themis saved them. Actually, Themis gave them the answer. Maybe she wasn't the one that saved them. I think Zeus saved them and told them the flood was coming. They went to Mount Parnassus to survive the flood that was going to wipe out humanity because humanity had gotten to a point, surprise, surprise, <laughs> that was so degraded and destructive that the gods decided it's over for humans. But they saved Pyrrha and Deucalion. Pyrrha, by the way, spelled P-Y-R-R-H-A, which means fire, flame. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, and Deucalion was the son of Prometheus, who was the god that stole fire from the gods and gave it to the humans. So mm. it's two fire links. But they went to Mount Parnassus to survive the flood, and then they were the only two humans left after. And it was their job to restore everything and to start anew. And what they did was then they went to Themis, and she... Either she did the divination or she consulted the oracle. Something happened with an oracle. Mm -hmm. And the oracle told them that they needed to throw the bones of their mother over their shoulder in order to restart the human race. Yeah. And they didn't want to do it because it was considered sacrilege to dig up the bones of your ancestors. Mm -hmm. And they found a symbolic answer. And they decided that stones could be symbols of the bones of the earth mm. and that the earth is our mother. So they threw these stones over their shoulder in this ritual offering mm. of following the instructions of, of the oracle. And it worked. The stones led to new humans being birthed. I don't know exactly how that happened. They just appeared out of the stones. Yeah. And it started again. So this idea really appeared, appealed to us because we've talked a lot about the feeling of preserving something or trying to preserve something that is being systematically destroyed. Right. And I have this quote. Maybe, whoops, maybe I'll just read it. Please do. Um, I just wanted to say also we've been trying to start the podcast by doing an invocation and calling it or not calling in, but uh, talking to our friends in other realms 
And we, uh, we always do this, or we try to do this as much as we can so that we have the energy of love resonating through our voices and our hearts as we speak into the mic and you hear it through your ears. So uh, all our friends out there, um, the Ascended Masters, the, the Christ, uh, Buddha, um, the, all the loving uh, beings of light, all the all the angels, all the friends of love that are that we cannot see in this realm that is uh, watching over us. We uh, we ask for you to be our friends today and uh, always, and that we can join with you to propel our vision for a loving future uh, on the earth. We we want to be in union with that, and we uh, seek help and guidance from those unseen beings. Um, you know, I think there may be something more going on than what we can see, <laughs> and we we uh, we call on those friends, um, especially in times of need. So thank you, friends out there, um, all the unseen ones. Beautiful job, thank you. Um. So the quote, I've, I've referenced it before, but I didn't read it. It comes from a book that I've loved a long, a long time actually called, We've Had a Hundred Years of Psychotherapy and the World is Getting Worse. Mm. It was published in 1992 by James Hillman, who is one of my biggest spiritual teachers. He was an archetypal psychologist, actually, mm. uh, but one of my favorite thinkers and philosophers, and I've learned so much from him. And Michael Ventura is a journalist, and he engaged in an interview and a series of letters and conversations with Hillman, mm -hmm. and they recorded the conversations and put them into a book. So that was pre-podcast, but Ooh. a similar idea right. of a conversation. Mm -hmm. um, and I wrote this quote down when I first read the book in 2011, and it's been a guiding light for me for a long time, mm -hmm. and it's on our fridge. So the quote, it's Ventura, Michael Ventura speaking to James Hillman. We are living in a dark age, and we are not going to see the end of it, nor are our children, nor probably our children's children. And our job, every single one of us, is to cherish whatever in the human heritage we love, and to feed it and keep it going and pass it on because this dark age isn't going to go on forever. And when it stops, those people are gonna need the pieces we pass on. They're not going to be able to build a new world without us passing on whatever we can. Ideas, art, knowledge, skills, or just plain old fragile love. How we treat people, how we help people, that's something to be passed on. And all of this passing things on, in all its forms, may not cure the world now. Curing the world now may not be a human possibility. But it keeps the great things alive. And we have to do this because who are we to, to, to decide that it is hopeless? If you wanted to volunteer for fascinating, dangerous, necessary work, this would be a great job to volunteer for. Trying to be a wide-awake human during a dark age and keeping alive what you think is beautiful and important. Hmm. God, that feels so good. 
Yeah, so you can see like the tagline for the podcast um, conversations about astrologically inspired conversations about philosophy, love, and being a wide awake human in a dark age. It was inspired by that. And the idea of Mount Parnassus is uh, the same kind of thing. It's a symbol, a symbol of what is it that we want to preserve? What is worth keeping? What is worth feeding? Mm -hmm. What is real? What is true? in this age of everything is fake and mm -hmm. everything is plastic and everything is degraded. Mm -hmm. One of the things we want to preserve is friendship. And over the last few months, uh, since we met each other, really, we have been in a review, our life in review, <laughs> uh, and our, our former and current contacts, relationships, uh, acquaintances, acquaintances etc., have been popping in and out of our lives in various ways. And we've come to um, an understanding with ourselves that there are some things in our lives at this moment that we are no longer willing or able to accept into our lives. And one of those things is unloving uh, relationships. We no longer can accept unloving relationships in our lives. But this requires us to think about our friendships and how they've uh, played out throughout our lives and, and why we felt like there's been a discrepancy between our ability to be um, loving and our, our contrast that we don't get what we feel we receive from, from the relationship. Mm -hmm. um, you know, an example, I guess, would be you put your energy into this relationship with a, another person and they don't put the same amount of uh, energy into responding to your energy that you put into it. And then the, the relationship turns into a one-way system mm -hmm. where you put all the energy in and the other person just gets the energy from you and doesn't uh, feed back into the energy to create a circuit and a partnership, which is not really a friendship. So... We're learning how to go into, we, we are friends, me and you. Katana and I are friends. Yes. Besides being uh, lovers, soulmates, um, adventurers, visionaries, uh, seekers on the path. First of all, we are friends. Mm -hmm. And what is a friend and how, how do you know how to be a friend? Um, I don't know how you know. I know that I haven't been given the most excellent examples throughout my life, but I have taken aspects of things that I've learned along the, along the way that have helped me to um, just be myself. And Katana has responded quite well uh, to, my, <laughs> to my energy I've put out there. She has taken the energy and returned it back to me which equals out to be a friendship, loving friendship. And we're discovering that uh, some people that we've been friends with in our lives are no longer capable or, or we couldn't tell until recently that the relationship was actually not built upon love or a, a mutual understanding of the recipro reciprocity of what it means to be a friend. Um, so I think we're going to try to understand how 
how we can be friends with each other on earth and why it's important to to bring friendship along with us on the path mm. uh, up to the to the summit mm, of mm. Mount Parnassus. Yeah, excellent. It's interesting because the story with Mount Parnassus is it's different than Adam and Eve or some of the other kinds of creation stories because they they survived but the way they recreated things was not just by having a baby. They right, they, no. they had to find a symbolic answer and then create this. But but my point was just that it's interesting that the symbolism was two people. It wasn't one person. Mm -hmm. It was two people. Right. And clearly they're friends. They're trying to figure out the answers to these things together. Right. And that to me points to the value and the importance of friendship. Right. Why make it two people? You could make it one. Mm -hmm. You could make it one man. <laughs> right. You know, but it's two people, mm -hmm. a man and a woman. But the other thing I was thinking of with the importance of bringing friendship on the path, I was looking this morning at a lot of the concepts in Buddhism around the spiritual friend. And there's a Sanskrit term, I think it's kind of pronounced Kalyana Mitra. That's my best guess. I've mm. heard it. Oh, yeah. But the idea is the spiritual friend. And it's a recurring theme. The Buddha himself in what's transcribed of what he said mm -hmm. is talking constantly about friendship, the company you keep, mm -hmm. and how this is crucial. I read you that one story where his attendant, Ananda, says something like, oh, Buddha, you know, noble one, I, I see that good friendship and spiritual friendship is half the path. Mm -hmm. And the Buddha answers, no, 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 Ananda, it's the whole path, mm. which may not be what a lot of people think of when they think of Buddhism. It's like meditation by yourself and mm -hmm. all these different things, which it is. But the triple jewel the, is the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha, which is the spiritual community. Mm. So we talk a lot about what is our Sangha, our spiritual community. Right. It's me, you, our daughter, our animals. Right. And that's largely it at the moment. At the moment, correct. Because it is going through this process of purification and changing. Mm -hmm. But that's more than enough as well as our friendship with the trees and the universe and the, the stars. The masters, the Buddha, the Christ yes, consciousness. of course. Itself. Yeah, and so there's so much written in Buddhist texts and, and things about how the company you keep is just crucial to your path, that you won't make it if you surround yourself with people that are not uplifting, encouraging, supportive, ethical, honorable, and, and loving. Loving, yeah, is the key. I, I can attest to the fact um, throughout my life I have been many things. I've been a punk rocker, a skateboarder, a skinhead, a um, electrician, a sniper, an infantryman, a grenadier, a rifleman, a Father, a father, husband, a husband, a friend. Mm -hmm. um, but I have I have been in these different types of sanghas, mm. 
that are not very loving. Mm. I've been in in lots of different types of cultures, countercultures, subcultures that are are very unloving, as a matter of fact. And I have I have taken some things from those uh, communities with me throughout my life unknowingly. Uh, some of these communities are built on, um, you know, us versus them. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. Like the punk rock community is 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 largely based on uh, fuck you um, mentality, mm-hmm. and that is not the best. It could lead to not not the best um, friends, perhaps. You know, if you are constantly saying fuck you to everyone, what if your best friend maybe become might become the same person? Mm-hmm. You say fuck you too as well mm-hmm. you know yeah if there's no cohesive doctrine or 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 unifying principle that's love based um it might lead towards um friends that might not be the best people uh, that are going to cause you harm or just not be very good friends i think we even need to define or talk about the word friend mm. Because speaking of things that have been degraded, mm-hmm. the word friend has mm. been completely ruined right. by social media. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that the actual concept of friendship has also been ruined it has. and destroyed. And people do not understand anymore what it means mm-hmm. to be a friend. Right. So when we talk about friend, what are we talking about? I mean, I think... There's a comrade comes to mind mm-hmm. for me. And we've talked a lot about your friends from the army mm-hmm. and what, what those friendships are mm-hmm. and how they're different than others. I mean, those are comrades. Right. They are friends who in certain situations we could call on and they would help us, no questions asked. Right. But they're not friends that you talk to regularly. No. They're not friends that are really accompanying you on your spiritual path. No. They're not, uh, you know, involved in your life in that way. No. Are they, I mean, are they still friends? I would say so because there has been something forged mm-hmm. that has made it strong and that they are willing to take action. Mm-hmm. But it's, it, it might be a little bit of a stretch of the term friend. I mean, maybe we need different words. Maybe they're comrades. Right. But they're not really friends because they're not actively doing the work Mm -hmm. to be friends right i don't know what do you think yeah i would say that i would say that's the case i i would say comrade is a great Mm -hmm. great term for for those people i know have known yeah because they knew me at a time of life where i was a different person and at this point they they no longer know uh the poet formerly known as Derek, (laughs) would not be something they would describe me as i doubt in in their minds they might describe me as the maniac formerly known as Derek or yeah. the crazy whatever formerly yeah. known as Derek. Yeah. So, um, I, but they are friends in, in the sense that they would in a crisis help me mm-hmm. uh, without question based on a mut- mutual um, thing that we cultivated mm-hmm. in the past mm-hmm. uh, that really just can't be broken. Right. The, it, when, you, when someone wakes up at 3 a.m. 
to wake you up for guard shift and, and they do it on time and you do it on time and it's like a over and over type of thing. You learn what it is. You, you find their true nature inside their soul and maybe that bonds together and, and it doesn't require cultivation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would say it's probably not a friend at mm-hmm. this point. We were friends at one time, mm-hmm. but now we're comrades. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think friends... Um, are something slightly different than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so what is a friend? I think a friend has to understand the path that you're on mm-hmm. and has to be on the same path. Yeah. I, I don't think I, there could be other kinds of connections, but if they're not on the path with you, I don't know if they're a friend. They're certainly not a spiritual friend, obviously. Right. If they're not on the path with you. Mm-hmm. But I think at this point for us, what we're finding is that the, the relationships that are no longer able to go forward mm-hmm. are the ones that are just not on the, the path with us. Right. Um, they're not on the same path. They're not on the same point on the path or they're just not on a path at all. Right. Um, it's just too, we, there's not enough understanding because what a friend needs to do is help you right. on your path mm-hmm. and you help them. Yeah. But if they can't understand your path, how can they help you? Right. The, that's why we can help each other so well. Uh, we understand that we're both, our path is, is leading towards the love. Really what we're trying to do is cultivate. I keep saying cultivate for some reason. Uh, we keep, we're cultivating is a, a term that I learned about recently while farming. I was a, I was a little farm boy <laughs> recently. I was a farm boy who wore a farm boy hat and I would go drive That's a tractor very around cute. and, uh, you know, but I learned that cultivating really just means killing weeds so that, um, the, the main crop will grow to, for the scallions to grow properly need to cultivate the weeds cultivating killing is what it actually is mm. i i uh when we were doing this cultivating on the farm i asked what the fuck is cultivating what does that mean to you i asked each each individual farmer and they had different answers because i wanted to know i i never had heard what cultivating means from a farmer's point of view because it's hardly ever used cultivation is very rarely used in straight up farming you know, people are always saying, I want to cultivate a new relationship. I want to cultivate this or that. Cultivating, as far as I can tell, by farming means killing weeds so the main crop will grow. So I think what we found is that we're cultivating mm. past relationships mm. so that our main loving mm-hmm. relationship can grow. Yeah, and that there will then be room mm-hmm. in the future mm-hmm. for other friendships that fit Mm -hmm. with where we are and the vibration we're on now and our current consciousness. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's really interesting. And it it connects to Mars, the Mm. Mars and Libra that's been inspiring so much of this Mars transiting through Libra, Mm -hmm. September, October, 2023, and is almost now in an exact conjunction with the transiting south node in Libra. Mm -hmm. But Mars has so much symbolism for killing, Mm -hmm. cutting, those kinds of burning the fire Mm. as well. Oh, right. Yeah. The same thing. So 
all these images, what do they have in common? Loss mm. and like a uh, letting go, mm-hmm. clearing out, simplifying, getting down to the essence. Mm-hmm. So I think also what you were saying about the experience in the army is mm-hmm. a fire as well. Mm-hmm. You're in a fire together. Mm-hmm. It burns off everything. Ah. It burns off fakeness. It burns off status. It mm-hmm. burns off masks. It burns off all the escapes that you would try to have in another kind of relationship because you're all peers. Mm-hmm. You're in the same situ- same situation, which is often hellish. Right. So I know I've said to you before that you guys trust each other because you know what you know what that person will do under maximum pressure i know that they will while i'm bleeding i'm bleeding out of my leg i know that they will um not be a bitch (laughs) they will pull their fucking tourniquet out put it on my leg so i don't die then they'll pick me up despite how heavy i am and they will put me on their shoulders and carry me through um, withering machine gun fire mm. so that we'll both live. That is action. Yes. That's what I was saying earlier about friendship and love is action. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we've been burning through and clarifying is that action is required. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, the the... One of the things I think that marks the dark age that we've discussed before is this inability to see the truth. Mm-hmm. What is false appears true. What is true has no place. Mm-hmm. No one hears the truth. Right. It's very hard to find. Mm-hmm. And I think with all of the ways that we're inundated with marketing and messaging and so many things, mm-hmm. that it has completely clouded the truth. And there's so many words. Everything is words. So Mm -hmm. like social media, Mm -hmm. you have pictures and words. Right. You don't have actually any physical experience. Mm. You don't have any action. You're not sharing action together with these people. Mm. It's words Mm. through a screen, which is even worse, really, Mm. because the screen further removes any kind of... um, connection to the energy to the truth if it was a handwritten letter Mm -hmm. that would be a different thing right but because it's through the screen and then it goes through these platforms that make things seem so impersonal Mm. and degraded as well right um so that's not friendship words are not friendship and i know for me part of my path has been i like words I love words. <laughs> we have a, a poet and a writer. We love words. I don't fuck around with words. You've got Mars and Gemini. Yeah. You know, we love to talk. Mm-hmm. Words are important. Very important. And I think I have had to learn very painfully mm-hmm. the difference between words and actions. Yeah. And how to understand the meaning, the true meaning, mm-hmm. and what is really going on behind the words. Right. Which is what propaganda. Propaganda, propaganda. Is, is words, brainwashing, is words mostly with some other things thrown in there. Um, so people can say all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. I'm your friend. I care about you. Mm-hmm. Um, but what are their actions telling right. you? Mm-hmm. And if there is a discrepancy at all, between the words 
and the actions, then that's it. Right. <laughs> that's the truth. Mm -hmm. It's not. It's not true if there's a discrepancy between the words and the action. Mm -hmm. And when there's a discrepancy between the words and the action, it causes a imbalance in both beings. Mm. When mm. I when I hear something that is claimed to be the truth, and then the actions show me that it's not true, it causes me to be all fucked up and it causes that person to be all fucked up because if we both accept this lies as the truth, we're we're creating a fake world that's not real that we both are gonna live in for a while until the truth the truth is gonna is coming. Mm -hmm. The truth will come very quickly for you mm -hmm. and the person. Both people. I mean, that's Scorpio. Scorpio, uh, Scorpio yeah. is gonna get the fucking truth out <laughs> fast. Yeah, you know. But once the truth comes, then the reality will set in. Saturn, Saturn will mature at some point and and say, all those things you've been saying are lies. Mm -hmm. Oh no, I can't believe you, bastard, have been lying to me this whole time. Mm -hmm. Uh, that thing you said, the the one little thing that was turned out to be a lie, that that is um, not helpful. That that is not a a way to be a friend. Um, but it's also whenever you're creating uh, the the relationship is a energy field, and if you if you populate the energy field with lies. You, it, it's not a real world. It's a fake world that, that's not real. And it, it's only a matter of time before it explodes mm -hmm. because it, it's, not, it's not real. Right, and it's certainly not going to hold up under pressure. No, right, under pressure. Which is life. Right. I mean, yeah. So lies connects back to that Libra. Mm -hmm. the, the polite dishonesty Libra values relationships, but with this Mars and Libra and the North Node and Aries, we keep talking about these themes and I just keep seeing more angles of them. Mm -hmm. But I think that the prevailing way of being quote unquote friends mm -hmm. now is yeah. just to lie, mm -hmm. to be fake. Mm. And I don't know, actually, and we've talked some about the difference between male and female friendships. And I think that there is quite a bit to that. Mm -hmm. Female friendships are what I know best. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know, I know friendships with men as a woman, right? <laughs> but I don't right. know, you know, and I don't even know that much about that. Mm -hmm. But I do know about female friendships. And we with Celia, our daughter, we talk a lot about this as well with her as she's coming into this age, she's 10. Mm -hmm. And all this stuff's happening with these girls. Mm -hmm. And you will often just be like, I don't understand what is going on. Right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't like, I don't get that craziness. I do. This is a bunch of lies mm -hmm. and it's a bunch of fake and power moves and cutting people in and out and <laughs> yeah. telling them one thing to their face and saying another thing behind their back. And, you know, this is a it's a corrupted, dark side of the feminine principle. Mm -hmm. But I think it's very Libran. Mm -hmm. It's very, you know, let's just make nice. Let's just can we just act like it's OK? And as soon as you try to confront anything, the friendship's over. I right. Mean, you can you can forget about it. Mm hmm. So that's one thing with this, the truth and the lies, mm -hmm. you know, and that can be sh it's shown up by action.
mm. of like what is what is actually going on well has the person taken any action what what loving action have they taken for you in the recent history mm-hmm. you know have they reached out to you have they supported your work are they reading your writing are they just showing in some way that they're putting time and effort into being a friend for you right if not that person is not a friend they could be an acquaintance Mm -hmm. they could maybe be a comrade they could be i don't know (laughs) i don't don't know. know either what are these people i'm not sure i mean i think that's the confusing thing social media it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. You, it's created this completely passive approach to social interactions. I'm not even going to call it friendship. It's mm-hmm. not friendship. It's it's some sort of social interaction mm-hmm. that is not a friendship. But what is it? I mean, it's basically some sort of commerce. Yeah, it's marketing. Um, it's self-propelled marketing for corporations Mm. to make money. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't need to know or care in any way what my 12th grade person that was sitting three rows back (laughs) from me, their their sister passed away. Right. I I don't I don't care. No. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I don't care. I don't even know this person. Uh, If I saw them right now, no fucking clue who they are. Um, I don't need to be friends with this person. And if I participated in social media and they were on my Facebook list of people that are under the title friends and I saw that their sister or whoever died, for me to to put um, thoughts and prayers with praying hands, (laughs) that that is uh, fucked up. Mm -hmm. I don't even know this person. Mm -hmm. It's better for me to... Get the fuck away from this person because I'm lying. I'm not. I don't know this person. I don't think. I don't think anything about this person. I don't even know them, much less their sister who died. Mm. So, the the perpetuation of 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 these people in your life who are not really even connected to you in any way, uh, and then calling those people your friends, has has created a system that we're now um, under where everyone you've ever known is somehow your friend and that you can you can interact with everyone you know like they're your Facebook friend. I'm going to react to my lifelong friend with praying hands and emojis. I'm going to react to my third grade um, gym teacher with emojis. <laughs> This is bullshit. This should be destroyed. This is this is um, one of the downfalls of of Western civilization, mm-hmm. and it has created a culture that is fake and needs to be um, annihilated mm-hmm. and and ridden from the earth, never to be seen again. Put into a uh, buried at the bottom of the sea, you know, like like the ring. In, in Lord of the Rings. It needs to be, this is um, the one ring to rule them all. It needs to be taken by Frodo or perhaps some other brave soul to Mount Doom and destroyed forever. Mm. Because th- this has created an entire 
uh, earth where you can tell your supposed friend um, thoughts and prayers, praying hands, double high five, clapping emoji, <laughs> that that is a friend. I don't want that. If you know me and you want to talk to me, fucking give me a call. Right. Uh, if you care about what I've got going on, I will gladly tell you. But you're going to have to call me and you're going to have to ask me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's just how it is. If not, yeah. then fuck you. Right. I mean, right. I don't, I don't, I don't, I mean, maybe not to that extreme, but, but maybe, maybe sometimes, yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know you. Uh, and, I, and if you don't want to participate in what I've got going on in my life, then leave me alone. Right. That would be best. Right. I, I don't, if you don't care about what I've got going on, this, then just leave me alone. Don't pretend like you do. Right. You don't have to. I don't need praying hands or <laughs> right. emojis in my life. I, I only want friends who care about me. That's it. Anyone else can just go away. Yeah. And so what is the problem? Why is this dangerous? I think is worth exploring because I think to be the devil's advocate, people be like, well, what's wrong with that? It's just, you know, you're keeping, don't you have compassion? Yeah. You're just keeping more connections and you're, you're, we don't have any community anymore. So this is the only way to have community. But I think that that's all false. It's a false um, understanding. Mm -hmm. Community has to be built log by log. Mm -hmm. You know, it has mm -hmm. to be, you and I have this solid, loving friendship. Now we build onto that with other people that are in the same vibration or are in the same consciousness, mm -hmm. one by one, where you actually put this energy into it and it creates an open, loving channel that's flowing. The energy is flowing in mm -hmm. all directions. Right. And then it could maybe expand, but very slowly mm -hmm. and very small compared to what's possible through social media mm -hmm. because each each connection requires energy right this is probably some electrical Ooh, i bet there's a good electrical metaphor for all this stuff like what happens if you overload the system or you've got one circ i don't know what the right terminology voltage is. drop okay so if i if i have uh say i've got 12 receptacles or 12 outlets on one circuit. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's usually the max mm -hmm. for a 20 amp circuit. You can put 12 receptacles on there. If I add more than 12 receptacles and I, and I go a long distance, say I start from one side of the building and I, and I just have one circuit and I, and I stretch this wire all the way out to the other end of the building. Say the building is a thousand feet long. And I just use one circuit and I just keep adding receptacles to this one circuit. By the time I get to the last circuit, the voltage drop is mm. so low that I am no longer have 120 volts. Mm. I, I'm probably working with 60 volts, half the amount. And if you plug a vacuum into every single one of these receptacles at the same time, you're going to trip the breaker. A circuit it can only sustain mm. a certain amount of 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 um, things mm -hmm. uh, on it at a time, or else it will trip the breaker. So, uh, I, as a human being, which all we are is an energy antenna, uh, vortex, a receiver, 
we can only i think comfortably handle maybe like three mm -hmm. relationships yeah four i don't know how many can you can handle that are actually deep meaningful relationships mm -hmm. all rest all the rest of the relationships you have in your life probably are are have voltage drop mm -hmm. each one mm -hmm. is is losing voltage as mm -hmm. you go further and further out mm -hmm. from from that um return mm -hmm. you know so yeah yeah i mean i think that's so that's one basic problem that the energy drain people use social media i think to fill the vacuum of mm. loneliness primarily loneliness mm -hmm. i think and boredom yeah and and escapism <clears throat> you know running from their own feelings not wanting to face their feelings or their what's happening in their real lives right now in front of them right uh, so when you're doing that you think maybe that it's i mean at best you think it's harmless or potentially you think it's alleviating loneliness but i think what actually is happening is that it, it's draining your energy mm -hmm. and and possibly even is there some electrical thing where it could well so what if you if it trips the breaker it turns off the whole circuit yeah but is there also a possibility of if you only have 60 is it volts or amps volts volts at that last outlet and then you plug in something that requires more than that mm -hmm. it trips the breaker mm -hmm. what if there wasn't a breaker would it start a fire yeah okay mm -hmm. or you could have a short circuit mm -hmm. which it would explode or it would yeah. start a fire right so it's something like that where i think it's burning it's actually burning the connections are fraying mm. all of the wires back to the source mm. so that then you're not even getting full uh, voltage in the immediate relationships. Mm. Because how could you, if you're looking at your phone constantly, I mean, you can just see it when mm. you're out in public, people looking at their phones or your, your attention is split in your mm. mind between what's happening in the now and how you're gonna put it into a video for your Instagram later. Right then mm. you don't have full voltage right. going into the connection. Mm -hmm. It's split It's split into too many things. Yes. So why, why is this a problem? I mean, I, I think my, my, I don't know if it'd be a thesis or a proposal, but is that there is an active destruction of love mm -hmm. happening. Yes. For a reason, mm -hmm. because love is the most dangerous force in the universe mm -hmm. towards you know the powers that be mm -hmm. and by creating so many different ways of destroying love those powers can continue mm -hmm. to function in the way that they do right i mean and that is part of the dark age mm -hmm. it's it's dark because it's not being run on the power of love right it's run on hate and greed and i guess that's it pretty much <laughs> power narcissism narcissism yeah, there's another one that's just destroying friendship. Mm -hmm. So much emphasis on you, yourself, what you're doing, pictures of you, talking about your own self, talking about, I mean, that is not how you be a good friend. No. No, the way to be a good friend is to um, put your other friends uh, first over yeah. your own personal yeah shit whatever the fuck it is right uh 
you just don't need um first of all there is no i there is no you we're all one uh, there's this thing called love everything returns and comes from the loving energy uh, it powers the whole earth and mm. all the cosmos mm. and the only way that we even understand or 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 know that there's an i is because of the ego mm. and anything that we do to feed that is going to bring us out of the the vibration of love and uh so any narcissistic adventures <laughs> are going to bring you out of a loving ah. frequency which will ah, yeah fuck it all up man I see. Because you can tell the people that are engulfed in that world, mm -hmm. you can see how they seem to be confused or lost. Mm -hmm. They've lost the thread yeah. of actually how to be loving. Mm -hmm. It's frightening. It is frightening. I'm frightened actually right now. <laughs> Don't be frightened. I'm here. <laughs> but thinking of this, yeah. you know, pe people think that uh, a heart, hearting, mm -hmm. I'm going to heart your fucking photo. <laughs> I'm going to heart that. I'm going to heart it. That means something. Right. That doesn't mean shit. No. That doesn't mean a damn thing. No. What the fuck does that mean? What is that? That's nothing. Right. I don't know what that means. Mm -hmm. If you like my photo, tell me. Yeah. Hey. Uh, the poet, formerly known as Derek. <laughs> I really enjoyed that photo you sent to me. Here's the reasons why. I enjoyed it because you did this in the photo. Mm. I liked it because of this. Mm. I Not just heart. I don't know what that means. Mm. What I want, I don't want that. I, I would rather you say, fuck you to me. That'd be way better. Mm -hmm. Or I, I'd rather hear... I don't like your photo. Mm -hmm. It causes me to feel bad about myself. I'm sad now. Uh, I, that's what I would like to hear as opposed to a heart. Mm -hmm. A heart is telling me, you don't know what to say, and, but you want to say something just so mm -hmm. I don't feel bad. I don't, mm -hmm. don't want to not feel bad. I want to feel mm -hmm. how I should feel. Yeah. If, I want to feel shit. When yeah. you, I want to feel something. Yeah. I'm alive. Let yeah. me feel alive, please. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. And I think because people have allowed this whole system into their personal lives now, mm. it's deeply into your personal life. Right. It's into your friendships. It's into your love relationships. It's into all of those things that mm -hmm. it shouldn't be into. No. And what has happened, I think, is that people have become consumers of their own personal lives. Right. Like you. This passivity, I've just noticed the same for our work when we share things. Often we don't get any response. Sometimes mm -hmm. we'll get one response. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people will send us something about how it's touched them, which we love right. to get. Love it. One person saying authentically, hey, this episode really was great. I, I enjoyed it. I got something out of it mm -hmm. is excellent. That's all we need. Mm -hmm. But Oftentimes we get no response and we've been slowly reducing the amount that we share 
in those ways because of that fact mm -hmm. because it's become so easy to just be a passive consumer mm -hmm. that is what this whole society has programmed us to be right you're a passive consumer you can just sit back look scroll through your feed see what everybody else is doing what they look like and you can just sit there and pick Mm -hmm. I like this one heart. I like this one heart. Mm -hmm. That's it. Everything's going to come to me. Mm -hmm. I don't actually have to do anything. Right. I don't have to make any kind of effort, really. Uh, you know, somebody I know personally sends an email and it's saying things about their life. I can read it, but I don't have to respond to it because mm -hmm. it's not personally to me. It's just some kind of marketing mm -hmm. and I'm a consumer. Mm -hmm. So it's made everyone into marketers and consumers mm. we're not friends we're not human beings at all in that context right we're just are you marketing in this moment or are you consuming right. that, that's basically it mm -hmm. from my perspective which then that passivity bleeds into so many things that you think a friendship can be like oh okay i'm, I'm a friend i'm a good friend because i like their photo right that's not being a friend no. At all. No. It requires so much more. Mm -hmm. And that is why we can't have that many friendships. Mm -hmm. I mean, at this point, we often talk about, we're pretty maxed out with what we've got going on. I have know? 22 contacts in my phone <laughs> and they're, they're getting lower. Yeah. They're getting low by the day. Yeah. Because we're putting full presence into our connections. Mm -hmm. We're putting full presence into our relationship with each other, mm -hmm. with Celia, with our animal. Each animal mm -hmm. gets our full presence and attention. Right. Which actually is an excellent segue into why animals are such excellent friends. Mm. Because, I mean, not all of them. Animals have their own things as well. Mm -hmm. But the ones in our life, we have three dogs and two horses in our life right now. And each one of them is an excellent friend. Yeah. They actually do the action. Mm -hmm. Tenzin has been there for me so many times mm -hmm. when I literally had no one mm -hmm. to be with because I was isolated in this abusive marriage. I wasn't able to have other connections that were good. Mm -hmm. I'm out in the middle of rural Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? I would go to the barn and every time I went to the pasture and just, I would just walk out there. I made it a game eventually of like, how, how can I sneak up? Mm -hmm. And you can't actually sneak up on Tenzin. You've seen it. No. Like he always knows at least by 20, 30 feet mm -hmm. at the very closest yeah. you can get. Usually he knows way before then. Mm -hmm. He pops his head up, calls to us. And then immediately gets up and comes walking. Yeah. Right to us. Mm -hmm. Follows us out. Every single time. Yeah. Sometimes he um, trots over. Sometimes yeah. he calls when he sees us and then starts walking over. Yeah. Yeah. That's a friend. He's not like, I'm eating right now. Um, let me get back to you. Or let me just ignore you. Or can I just heart your, the fact that you drove all the way here to see me. Um, I'll just give you a nod and heart your, your, your photo. <laughs> you know I mean, he's like, I'm going to get up from what I'm doing immediately mm -hmm. and come to see you. Yeah. You came to see me. Yeah. You're, you're my friend. Right. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> right. And it's so touching because he's so true. It's so true. It's so 
uncomplicated. Mm-hmm. And that was even the, the case when Tenzin and I were, you know, he wasn't wanting to do what I wanted to do. And there were other things going on in our friendship that were reflecting where my life was at at the mm-hmm. time. But regardless of those things, he was always a faithful friend. Yeah. And he would listen and he would do transmute the energy of whatever I brought. He would do his energy work and it was always helpful. And I always felt loved mm-hmm. and seen. I mean, that, and, and then when he's with me, that's all he's doing. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's not doing 10 other things. It's not about him. He's just being there, mm-hmm. truly himself. Right. Yeah, he's just being uh, open mm-hmm. and in the moment and together, completing the circuit with, with us. Mm-hmm. He's not doing some other thing. He's not in some other world. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe he's in another dimension at times Yeah, because he's a horse. But as far as like in the moment, he's right next to us eating grass talking to us, looking at us, mm-hmm. participating in our, in our activities. Mm-hmm. And then we take him back out and he goes and plays with his other friends mm-hmm. in the pasture. Um, that's a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And thinking of other things that friends are, I think companions for sure. Companions on the path. Mm-hmm. I mean, the number one thing I think we need is just someone who sees us, what we're doing, where we are, mm-hmm. and our reality, and, and can be there with us. Right. There's this concept of accompaniment that's always inspired me. It came out of liberation theology, which was a Catholic movement, mostly in South America, mm-hmm. um, to work with disempowered communities and and peoples and and try to bring about liberation. Right. But their basic principle of what needs to happen is accompaniment. So it's not colonization, it's not you're the helper and they're the helped. It's literally standing next to someone on the path comrades in that mm-hmm. way. Right. Of just what do people need? They just need accompaniment. Mm-hmm. They need a true companion that is there through thick and thin that mm-hmm. you can count on that understands what you're going through and will go through it with you. Right. Yeah. Going through it with you is, is the key. And with, without narcissistic, you know, not going through it with you and then making it about them, mm. going through it with you objectively and helping you mm-hmm. in your time of need mm-hmm. and and you doing the same for them mm-hmm. if you're both in a rainstorm you know um cuddling each other mm-hmm. may be required mm-hmm. if it's raining pouring down and it's cold mm-hmm. um instead of both staring at each other um taking selfies of, of yourselves <laughs> in the rain posting to, about how cold and wet you are hashtag it's fucking <laughs> raining and we're outside when you could just throw your phones on the ground and hug each other and be warm and uh, instead. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So that's one principle. I think another one would be just a spiritual friend helps you to see the truth or helps you to stay in alignment 
and connection with your own true nature because they can see your true nature mm-hmm. and they can hold on to that for you when you get tossed about by all of the waves of samsara. Mm-hmm. Something hits you, some old emotions come up, some old groove in the record mm-hmm. that is playing and you're feeling all fucked up mm-hmm. that your friend can say to you, it's okay, this isn't you, it's mm-hmm. gonna pass and sit with you until it, till it passes, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, to, to be able to keep you connected right. to the truth and to who you really are is invaluable. I mean, that is, that is a friend. Or someone who could even say to you, like, what you wrote or what you just shared seems fake. I, I don't think that's the truth. Mm-hmm. That's a friend. Mm-hmm. Because if it's not the truth, you need to know that. <laughs> you know, you need to acknowledge it mm-hmm. and have someone point it out to you. I mean, that can be difficult, but it can be done lovingly. Right. Yeah, we, we've lost these basic uh, understandings of how to be a friend yeah. in our modern, um, I don't know what you want to call what we're in. We're in a dark age. Mm. So in the dark age, we now uh, interact with each other in ways that are in, not in alignment with love or, or the natural way of the earth. And since that's the case, uh, we have to um, cultivate it ourselves we ha- we have to find friends ourselves by by way of being in love with with what it is to be alive and um we're finding out that it's difficult and it might require killing it might require burning it might require um the truth mm. Maybe every single person that you say is your friend is not your friend, not even one. Maybe you have no friends, which is sad if you, but that's at least the truth. You can start there. I have no friends and go from there, you know, into Mm -hmm. the truth of maybe I should cultivate my life and see what, mm. put myself into the fire mm. and see what comes out. Maybe you won't come out. That's all right. That, that's the truth. Mm-hmm. I'd rather be burned up than live with uh, fake shit on my body. Mm. Burn it off so I can, it's easier to walk. Mm-hmm. Will you read a poem for us? Yeah, I've got a poem. Um, this poem I wrote on March 14th of this year, and I wrote it at 6.40 a.m. It's not titled for some reason, uh, but the tentative title is called Unlit Realms. Unlit realms, calling out from the edge of the forest, traveling by foot in the magical mist, Shifting between two worlds, the flame must stay lit. The mundane plane dims all light. Keepers of the flame, shadowy mystic, angelic priestess. Each step deep breath, each breath beckons death. 
Time unfolds onto modern roads, horseless carriages, electric autonomous madness, surveillance veiled as convenience. How much can you afford? How will you stay alive? Shadowy mystic, angelic priestess, no longer valid in the modern age, keepers of the flame, hiding in plain sight, harvesting the spark within, spreading truth. Remember the old ways. These are the days. Our eyes tell a tale, deep within the forest. Enter cautiously. Come to get a light. You will lose your mind, thank God, screaming from the edge. Parallel balancers, moonlight dancers, keepers of the flame. Ignite. Beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. Speaking of friends, we had talked about just thanking some of the people that supported the first season of the podcast. Yes. Did you want to do that? Today? Yeah, I think uh, I went onto the little thingy. Uh, it tells us all the places that people listen to the podcast from. And I wrote them all down. So if you are listening right now and you are in one of these places, know that you are um, being witnessed by me and Katana. I, I look at the uh, things and I see where all the people are. Um, that's how I know that no one in Mexico or South America <laughs> or Antarctica or Australia or Iceland or Greenland have listened to the podcast. Oh. I would love to have an Icelandian uh, male or female <laughs> listen to this podcast. Or a horse. Or a horse. I, I would love to have an Antarctic being <laughs> pop in onto the radar. Um, but we've got all these friends. Maybe, maybe you're a friend, perhaps, listening from one of these locations. If you are a friend... Feel free to email us at seekingmalpornessis at gmail.com. If you are a friend and you love what you hear, you love listening to our, our voices, you, you like hearing the sounds, you like hearing the, whatever the fuck it is that we've got going on, if you like that, we have a website called seekingmalpornessis.com. You can also get there by lwltw.com. lwltw.com. It's just a... A domain name switch switcheroo um but we would love to thank everyone who's been listening and these are the locations uh starting with the u.s first we've got santa clara california specifically at agnew park uh chandler glendale scottsdale arizona um eighth street in barrelas um and nicholas drive in Rorancho. I know specifically this is someone with the S name and another person with a C name. <laughs> I know them quite well, as a matter of fact. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we got someone in Wimberley, Texas. Someone on the outskirts of Wichita, Kansas. We've got some Minnesota types. Uh, St. <laughs> Paul, Minneapolis, and Rochester. And then there's a bunch of other ones that I, I don't know who the fuck they are. They're probably us. <laughs> Probably. It's probably us. But probably us listening from different locations. Yeah, it's confusing. <laughs> um, then we've got someone from Green Bay, Wisconsin, Chicago, Illinois, Barrington and Woodstock, Illinois. Don't know who you are. Thank you. I love people from Illinois. Uh, Memphis, Tennessee, Clarksville, Tennessee, Mount Juliet, Tennessee. I know a special friend in Tennessee May your Aries moon um, not get you in too much trouble. 
<laughs> and hopefully someone can get an ed- a word in edgewise. <laughs> Uh, because you never shut the fuck up. Uh, if you're listening in Centersville, Alabama, no, Gun- Guntersville, Alabama, I don't know. Cool, I don't know, I've never been to Alabama. Sounds like a wild place. Um, we've got Atlanta, Georgia, and Sto- Stonecrest, Georgia. Um, we know at least one or two people that we know for sure are in that region. Thank you for listening. Um, Detroit, Michigan. Um, never been to Michigan. Um, Motor City. Um, everyone loves Ted Nugent. Motor City Madman. Thank you. Uh, Columbus, Ohio. Newark, Ohio. Cadiz, Ohio. Bainbridge, Ohio. Whoa. Mantua, Ohio. I know there's one person that's been very supportive of my work in Ohio. Mm. So thank you, Meg. Oh, yes. Thank you so much, Meg, for listening to this podcast. We highly, greatly, deeply appreciate you listening. I, I really enjoy that people listen to the podcast from all locations. Uh, it makes me feel happy because that's what I would do. I enjoy listening to people's information and talking about it, hearing it. And I love hearing my own name uh, read on the air. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Meg. Um, and we have Missagua, Toronto. I don't know. Someone in Canada. Thank you for listening in Canada. Only one. Uh, We've got Gastonia, North Carolina, and High Point, North Carolina. I don't know who you are, but I have been to North Carolina a few times, and I was stationed at Fort Bragg for the last period of my time in the Army. So I I enjoyed it. If you're in the mountains in North Carolina, Mm -hmm. hell yeah. It's beautiful there. Um, Next, Satellite Beach. Florida. This is on the eastern coast of Florida, about central Florida, close to Cape Canaveral, south of Cape Canaveral. If you're an astronaut listening to this podcast, (laughs) I would love to know what you think about the moon moon (laughs) and what you think about Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin and their interview directly after the moon landing and why they're all whacked out. (laughs) I want to know what you think about that interview. Go watch the interview with Buzz and Neil and the other guy. I think there's three. They're on a panel discussion. They look like they just got the worst information that ever happened. But what really happened is that they, they just came back from the moon, supposedly. I'd love to hear your thoughts on, on that. Thank you. Ashburn. and This is in the Washington, D.C. area. I have no clue where this is. If you are in... There's only one thing I know about in the Washington, D.C. slash Virginia area. You might be a spook. (laughs) If you're a spook listening to this. What's uh, that? A spook is the um, term for a CIA agent, Ah. a covert person doing covert jobs. Mm -hmm. If you're a spook listening to this, thank you. We support you. Um, uh, May your name be on the wall uh, someday. Or Mm. perhaps perhaps you'll be... Um, posthumously awarded some type of prize. Thank you for listening. Um, Chestertown, Delaware. Never been to Chestertown or Delaware. Not even, I think I've been close to there, but I don't know. Thank you for listening. Utica and Ithaca, New York. New York, New York. Albany, New York. And Springfield, New York. If you are Homer Simpson, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening. 
Maybe you're the Springfield that they talk about in The Simpsons. Could be. Um, do you know any New Yorkers? Oh, actually, do I know one New Yorker, Buffalo. A guy in Buffalo I know. I knew for while I was a, a skinhead scene. Hmm. Um, thank you. If, if, if you are a F name and you're listening in New York, thank you for listening. And um, may you never be called the Mole Man again. Um, next is Middletown, Connecticut. Connecticut. I'm not sure. I mean, that could be, that could be a couple of different people. I know, I don't know where, I know one person who's in that region, Sienna. Mm-hmm. She's been really supportive of the podcast. Oh yeah, I don't, Sienna. I, I know she's in the Berkshires, but I don't know exactly where. So thank you, Sienna, for listening. And yeah. For if, your great emails and messages. Yeah, we, we greatly appreciate all messages um, that we receive. And if that's you, thank you so much. Um, next, we have someone on the on the edge of Martha's Vineyard, like kind of south of North Head. Uh, that could be an astrologer friend of mine who I haven't spoken to in a long time. So if that's Allison, thank you for listening. And I hope you're doing well. Yes, from Martha's Vineyard. I'd love to go to, Mar- to Martha's Vineyard. Yes. I never have been there, but I bet it would be cool. I don't know. As far it's as- supposed to be beautiful. I've seen the pictures. As far as Seinfeld says, um, Martha's Vineyard is a hell of a place to go. They always talk about going to Martha's Vineyard, and I think it would be cool. So if you're on Martha's Vineyard, and your name's Allison, (laughs) and you are an astrologer, thank you for listening. Uh, Last one in the United States is Lincoln, New Hampshire. Um, I don't know anyone. Actually, my the other guy, the same guy, the mole man. Uh, hopefully, no one knows that you're, that's your nickname, and they, no one ever calls you that ever again. But you used to live in New Hampshire, I believe, at one time as well. So if you're back in New Hampshire, um, thanks for listening. If this if this is you, I wonder too. I know Michelle was another person that listening and sent us some really sweet supportive messages and she I, she's in new jersey but maybe somewhere it, who knows yeah the it's, map. Con- it's confusing over there yeah. because once you zoom in all the way you lose the state boundaries and they're so close together on the uh, upwards uh, east uh, coast there that i don't know yeah. what fucking state it right. is That's it true. could be new hampshire connecticut uh-huh. vermont okay i don't know mm-hmm. the only one for sure i can tell is maine because mm-hmm. it's way bigger i see so thank you. Thank you to all the, the listeners in the United States. You're doing an excellent job and you're greatly appreciated. Even if you don't even know that I know, I know that you're listening because I look at the fucking thing every day. <laughs> I can see that you listened to the podcast in Barelas and I can see that you listened in Rancho. I can see I see you out there. So you're greatly appreciated and I, I highly we both highly appreciate anyone listening to this podcast. Next is the people listening abroad. Abroad means not in the United States. Um, these are the people in England. Maybe there's only one. Maybe there's more. I don't know. But there's the, these are the locations. Someone in London. Someone in Preston. Someone in Poton la Field. And someone in Ringwood, England. Well, we know we have a friend in England, Delara. Yes. Hi, Delara. Thank Hello, you Delara. for listening, and Thank I hope you listening. get your podcast out soon so that we can hear it. Yes, we would love to hear your podcast. I actually have been anticipating it <laughs> on too. the edge of this of our seats. <laughs> when will this thing pop out? <laughs> so I hope it, it will pop out soon, and then we too. can uh, listen to it. So thank thank you very much, um, Delara, for listening. Um, we appreciate your messages, your kind words, and your energy that you expended um, on us. 
uh, interviewing both of us and then Katana as a solo artist. <laughs> so thank you. Um, next, we have someone in Antwerp and someone in Brussels, which is in Belgium. To all the Belgians, thank you. Thank you for listening. This could also be spooks. If you're a spook <laughs> listening in Belgium, thank you. Um, I'm glad that some algorithm took our information and funneled it through a CIA um, dark site somewhere mm. in Brussels. Mm. Or perhaps maybe you're just a guy. Maybe you're a German or a, a American living abroad in Brussels. Mm. Thank you for listening. Next is Switzerland. Hello, Switzerland. Uh, Lavizara, La, Lavizara and Bellinzona, Switzerland. Um, we re- recently watched The Sound of Music. <laughs> So, you know, we can relate on that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was stationed in Germany for a while, like almost three years or so. And it's close to Switzerland. Mm. And I went to Garmisch and a few of the German mountains. Mm. So it's probably somewhat similar to Switzerland. Mm. So I, I'm, I greatly appreciate anyone who speaks uh, Dutch or German, or whatever lingu- language you may speak in Switzerland. Um, Auf <laughs> Uh Last one on the list is um, from Nairobi, Kenya, which is in Africa. Wow. Hell yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear anyone or see anyone on the list from Africa. I don't know anything about Africa. Um, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We greatly appreciate all people out there, all beings, all ascended masters, all, all spiritual teachers, all seekers on the path. Thank you so much for listening to our, our podcast and our words and our poems and our, our energies that we put out there. Thank you. Thank you for being um, a friend, perhaps. Maybe you could become a friend. Who knows? Mm. But thank you. Thank you for listening. Soha. Soha.